Now, I don't know if all this shit is true, but he's not somebody you want to fuck with. The day I met that man, he put the fear of the devil in my heart. Who the fuck these niggas think they dealing with? Got the ISIS flow, I've been killing shit. Got the ice in the snow, I've been whipping shit. Couple cars on the lot like a dealership. Yeah, letting nigga with a. Captain Sabo? Huh? This is what this is all about? Some fucking pussy? And if you don't shut the fuck up, I'ma pop you in your fucking knee. Where is Zio? Like I told you, you shoot me, and the whole city's gonna be fucking looking for you. Shut the fuck up! Hey guys, welcome back to Faded Truth. Before you do anything, like, share, subscribe. Today I have Rob Solis on the show, who is another cast member of the movie Bully the Dead Don't Die, dropping this month. What's up, Solis? How you feeling? I'm feeling good. How are you, Ange? I'm good. I like your motorcycle glasses. I'm trying to Let see myself in <laughs> So you play Sal. He's a member of the Italian crime mob family. Yeah, he's basically the son of the the big boss. Rico. Nope. Let's have a drink. To what? To the motherland. Fuck it, to the motherland. Do you know that in Italy, the legal drinking age is 16? Shit, when I was 16, we was drinking fucking Sainas and Crazy Horse. And what's even better than that? Prostitution is legal within the home, of course. Prostitution. Man, we just had scallywags on Hunts Point. For my 16th birthday, Uncle Loret, he thought it would be like a great birthday gift to have me lose my virginity to a putain. You know, you know what a putain is, right? Shit, my uncle gave me a birthday card with no fucking money in it. Her, her name was Natalia. She was half Italian and half Dominican. Hold on. My chick was a hood rat for me. The hood, the warts. Five feet ten. You know, she passed away yesterday, Natalia. Fuck it, to Natalia. To Natalia. Salud. Listen, I need you on my team. Can you tell me what your connection to Rico is? So Rico kind of comes along, kind of sneaks in the back door on us. Generally, we're not very receptive of outsiders. Rico kind of has this likable personality. He seems like he's a stand-up individual. So we put him to the test pretty quickly. He passes. So in that particular scene is one of the first scenes that him and Sal actually have like a bonding moment. Okay. Because generally, it's mostly business. You know, with Sal, Sal's a pretty straight-up business-oriented kind of guy. And then for the first time, Sal has a few drinks and Rico's there at the end of his work shift because he was kind of working as like a bouncer in one of Sal's clubs. And that's like the first time that they actually had bond time. Okay, so, so you didn't know, you don't know that he's undercover yet, right? No, I have no, okay. no, definitely How did not. you meet Rico in the first place? He's brought to me because of an issue that I have with Santos. Okay. Um, so he kind of comes to me and, and we have like a, I guess you could say an off the record conversation about having a mutual enemy that we both want disposed uh, or gotten rid of. 
And Nothing brings people together like somebody they both hate. A hundred percent. So that's kind of where we start off. And then from there, there's a bond built and then Rico slowly gets invited into the fam. What is the biggest character difference between Sal and Rob Solis? Well, I haven't killed anybody that I know of. And Sal kills people often. But other than that, I would say that they're they're similar. You know, growing up in a in a Bronx environment, Italian American background. Obviously I've been privy and witnessed, you know, some interesting things. I guess that's why when Rico reached out to me to do this, I was like, I had been a musician. I've been a you know, an artist for, you know, for years. So for me, it was kind of like, okay, this is, this is cool. Like it's nothing new, jump in front of a camera, no big deal. It was supposed to be like a very, you know, small role. And then okay. I guess he, he, he really enjoyed what I did. And I wasn't really trying to do much. I was just kind of being me, being very natural. So it was kind of easy to get into character because you're playing like people that you've seen your whole life. Correct. So this is your first acting role? Yeah. As far as acting. Yeah. This was my first. Okay. So what do you think the hardest part about getting into your first acting role was? I think memorizing the lines, I guess, was, was probably the roughest because, you know, that's why the good thing was working with Alex is that he let a lot of, he let a lot of it go improv. Cause if I felt like something wasn't really the way it should be, I was like, nah, that that's not, that's not what we, we wouldn't say that, you know, or we wouldn't, we wouldn't do that. So he like this let you more, for your input and. Correct. Like, yeah. you know, it was like, this is more that this would go. And so I think because of that, it's going to have a very authentic feel that's going to translate well, you know, in the film. Do you have really a favorite happy. character at all? Like, have you seen any of the characters and you're like, wow, I really like them? Or have you just, are you in the dark? To be honest, when I went in, I kind of went in very focused. So when we shot our scene, shooting independent films and shooting on the fly, guerrilla style type things. You don't really have a lot of time to, you know, run around and, and, and get to know everyone. It's kind of like we're in here. We have this space for X amount, let's rock. I would say, I mean, of what I've seen, Sal's favorite character, not to be biased, but right. I think well, no, Sal's a couple of people have said that. They're like myself. <laughs> he's uh, he's an interesting guy. You know, moving forward, we're supposed to be, you know, working on a spinoff, Big Italy, Little Bronx, and I think that's really where you'll kind of meet Sal because he's you know he's multifaceted. The legal drinking age is sixteen in Italy. Is that true? Yeah, so this was based on, on, on actual facts in certain parts. And, and prostitution was obviously a, his oldest trade out there. So Have you, has that ever happened I, to you that someone tried to get you pussy at a young age? Oh yeah, of course. So you're also an Italian American hip hop artist. I am. What they know about them guineas out the BX. Hopping out the caddy CTS. Viking shoes and V-necks. The low sweatsuits. A bitch that's DTF. Ducking F-E-B-S and A-T-F. Okay, tell me when you first got into hip-hop. I was probably in fourth or fifth grade. I heard Public Enemy, Fear of a Black Planet. I was just like, wow, you know, what these guys are doing is like, this is, this is crazy. This music is crazy. D nice Tim Dog had a had a big record called uh, Fuck Compton, which was like a real like East Coast West Coast rivalry type record. And me being a young kid from the Bronx, I was like, wow, this is great. I mean, I didn't even know what like I said the content. I, I wasn't, you know, these guys were talking some real crazy heavy shit. I didn't know about it, but uh, 
I was like, wow, did you know the cadence and the flows and the, the rhythm? And I was just really into it. And, you know, obviously growing up in an Italian American household, you know, my mother was born mm-hmm. in. So, you know, I, music was always, like, since I was born, music was always, always a part of our lives. But hip hop obviously wasn't, you know, the first choice. It was definitely something, you know, that I, that I just felt very connected to. I felt very attached to it. Okay. So then when did you start getting into like, actually writing music and and taking it seriously i would say probably like around 14 or 15. it was guys uh, like the ciphers and shit back then yeah of course that i mean that's the only way that you had we didn't have we didn't have all this we didn't have computers like if you wanted to rap and, and you said you could rap then you had to like go thug it out in a cipher somewhere and like really spit and if you couldn't right. spit, like you were gonna you know they were gonna let you know that you couldn't spit and being an italian kid with you know this spiky hair and like they were like oh you used to have hair oh yeah I know all <laughs> my whole life yeah no. <laughs> yeah I had, uh, I had I had a lot of hair um and you know being this Italian looking like you know kind of like borderline Guido slash hood kind of kid they would be shocked they would just play this kid is this kid's nice like where does he get this from because the thing is I, I you know I, I had the best of both worlds because I went to prep school I went to private school I was very very smart um, from a young age but I hung out in the projects because that's where I, I lived around so it was like this real interesting balance because it's like in school I would be around one type of people you know and then I would get out of school and go hang out with a completely different demographic of people and so that once kind of created this character that I became and who I am where it's like you can put me in a boardroom with a suit on or you can, you know, put me in a project. And yeah, I'm, I love the diversity. Yeah, and it's definitely my, definitely one of my strongest points. If you have new listeners now, what's the top three songs they're going to listen to to know who you are? I have a really dope single that's going to be dropping called Animal featuring VO Flows, uh, Devo D. It's a, it's a really, really powerful record. One of my biggest records personally was called Rocky Balboa. Uh, featuring Ron Browse. She moving like a stripper, working hard for them pesos. See the way I shine, so she do it like I say so. Hey, love, what's up? I'm trying to take you home and sweat you out of that makeup. Betty Crocker, Duncan Hines, yeah, I got my cake up. You got a man, I got two words. Break up, put you in that two-seater with the top off. Hit the LV star, we don't do the knockoff. But talk is cheap and my time is costly. So more worky-worky, less talky-talky. She dark skin, light eyes, and never had a white guy. So I'ma put a little bit of cream and a coffee. Hey, girl, we could go another round like Raggy Balboa. It was on Music Choice, New York Radio. Like, the record really had a, uh, a big buzz to it. Clubs, nightclubs all over were really rocking the record. And, you know, the concept, obviously, me being Italian, Rocky Balboa, it all kind of, you know, flowed in. That's definitely one of my personal favorites. Another record that uh, I shot a video for late last year called The Bar Father. And it's kind of like me flowing over um, the Godfather sample. Shoot 
the bars with it Mob stars doing hits out they cars to this The streets I walk most y'all won't last a day on Ferragamo or Gucci won't catch me with J's on My bloodline done made headlines, that's no capping Had the roadie and the Lex since young, that's no rapping I don't like you, I don't say hi, it's no dapping He don't like it, tell him make that move, I might slap him Call your uncle, get your father, you a soldier, I'm the captain You watching too many movies, this ain't John Travolta acting I Really well shot video featuring my, my homie Globe Trotter who's also in uh, Bully. I dragged him alone. You know, that's one thing about me. It's like, it's all about the loyalty. So you gotta make sure that um, whoever you're with comes with you wherever you go. So uh, he plays Enzo. He's one of my little, he's my little young goon. And I love how everybody's all connected in Bully. Like everyone's just like, like cool with each other. Like it's I just mean, like the one big family. Uncle Gino is, is a personal family friend of mine for many years. Uncle Lou is a family friend and friend of mine for many years, old school Italian Arthur Avenue guy. I mean, yeah, I mean, I connected a lot of people with Alex. Everyone kind of vibed. It was just a, it was a vibe. And that's why I think that the, the movie can be really dope because it's, it's authentic. It's raw. You right. didn't grab a whole bunch of A-list actors or B-list actors even and put them in a movie. You grab some real raw people from the street that all kind of coincided and were able to put something together that I feel is like, you know, it's real. Like, like when I was watching clips and I'm watching, you know, just behind the scenes, I'm like, this is, this is some shit. Like this is- this It's is, some raw shit. I'm excited. You know, it's, it's really <laughs> interesting because it's like I said, I don't, I don't come from that. I, you know, like acting was never something that I even- Right. I didn't even but think- But look, it's crazy how dynamic people can be and you don't really realize it, you know? See, the comfortability for me came from the music. I mean, I've, I've performed on stages with five, six, seven, ten thousand 10,000 people. You know, I, I we you know I performed in Times Square with Times Square shut down. Like so, getting on a stage and doing what I do is nothing. So getting on an interview or having a camera in front of me, I'm me. Like Rob Salise is going to be Rob Salise, or I'm Salise is going to be Salise. So right. it's not going to change because there's a camera in front of me. Like I don't, I don't give a fuck about a camera. Like you know, I'm going to be who I. I am. still, I get stage right still. I mean, look, I think that, you know, you, that little bit of nervousness is a positive thing because that kind of, I think, what, is what gives you the drive to be effective. I think if you just got up there too nonchalantly, I think it would kind of be like... If you're not scared, then it means you're not... Channel that into your energy. The thing about my music is I don't stay within a certain topic range. Like, I have records that are straight up dance records, like a Pitbull style type record, and then records that are really street and underground. And I kind of can... Dynamic walk all of that yeah and i've never been afraid to like be in a box with that because you know music is about creativity so i never felt like you know because i'm comfortable in my skin it was never an issue to me make a real you know a female record a girl record or a record that was very personal to me when artists put themselves in those boxes that's when they don't grow and, right you know that was never really an issue for me so where do you get your inspiration from is it life is it definitely life okay yeah i'm the type of person that like i, I authenticity and being genuine is just so important to me on, on all levels of life. So like I, I really couldn't rap about or speak about things that I couldn't relate to either firsthand or secondhand, you know? So for me, it was like, if we're gonna talk about it, then we, you know, then I had to live it or at least live around it. Right. You know, unlike a lot of the stuff that we, you know, that we see today where people are just kind of saying shit that it's not realistic and they really weren't around. Your favorite collabs that you've done so far, who do you think? The Rocky Balboa collab was great. Um, I've done a bunch of- And that of was with who? Ron Browse. Okay. 
Pop Champagne, uh, A-Rab Money. I mean, he's got a long, long list of hit records. I've done work with Lumi D, Nika, who had a really huge record back in the day with El General, with the whole like original reggaeton movement. Fred the Godson, rest in peace. Tons of artists on the, you know, either on the come up or on New York artists like Big Pun Son, you know, uh, Chris Rivers, uh, Axel Leon. I mean, these are guys that, you know, have done tons of things, especially New York wise. Like if you're in New York and, you know, you don't know me, it's kind of like, where you been? <laughs> Are you the king of New York? <laughs> I don't, I would definitely want to say the king. Am I talking to the king of New York and I don't know? I'm a Wait, monk. I'm a can king. I see your eyes real quick? I'm a king amongst kings, sure. I had to make sure there was someone behind there. Yeah, I'm I'm the I'm the sunglass guy. So always always on, always, you know, incognito with it. Right. Well, I'm always high, so I always love glasses. Hey. I'm like, I'm in the fucking grocery store with my glasses. Like I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so who's somebody that you want to collab with that you haven't? Probably like Adam Levine, Maroon Five. Like I would love to oh, go wow. I'm that. expecting that. Yeah, I would love to go into that lane. Like hip hop is cool, but I would love to delve into into that. So can you spit 16 for me real quick? <laughs> okay, look, my mama came here on a boat. Don't talk to me about white privilege. Differences between me and these rappers, I really did it. Your favorite gangster movie, I lived it. Reform criminal, Danilo Gallinari when I ball on you little dudes. Track suits by Fila, over my wife Bida. Baseball bat your face in, blood all on my sneakers. We taught the whole world how to eat good, that hustle life. Be good at it or be good. That muscle life. You owe me, you pay me, then we good. You don't, I'm waiting outside your house. Are we good? Capiche? Last thing you want to see is Salise hopping out that caddy, letting them cuisines off the leash. Colombo to Luke Casey, Bonanno to Genevieve's, Gambino to five families still running them streets. We showed them how to dress. We told them what to drive. We rocked the flies gold. We made them feel alive. Play hey. Prego. <laughs> Wait, what does that mean? Prego is like, you know, prego. Is it like this or is it like this? It's more like this. It's not like a mwah. It could be that. Okay. It and it's that. also a sauce that I use that all my Italian friends get mad at me for. <laughs> we don't do jar sauce. Yeah. We don't do jar sauce. What upcoming projects do you have? So I'm definitely looking forward to Bully because it's my first in the in the realm of acting. Since then, I've had like a couple of offers to do some other stuff. Of course, they kind of always want me to stay within, you know, the bald-headed, tough guy. Right, that's the role you're going to get. Yeah. Musically, I'm, I'm going to definitely be dropping a single or two, uh, you know, because the music is just, it's, it's what I do. It's what I love. It's my passion. <laughs> like, it's kind of like therapy for me. Uh, I have a really dope collaboration. It's called Ella Es Sobrenatural. It's like a uh, hip hop, reggaeton, trap type record. Um, so that's that's out currently. And it's so tight when I run up in there. Acting a fool, I go dumb up in there. Got it so wet, I might drown up in there. Your side, we on an island and we sipping on mimosas. Me belly gross, I hold it down like she's supposed to. And she ride it like she on a roller coaster. So I keep her closer. Do anything to keep your energy up or just keep good energy around you? Do you do um, anything for your sanity? Yeah, I stay the fuck away from bad people. Uh, <laughs> I, I've removed a lot Number of, one rule. <laughs> I've removed a lot of people. You know, being in, in the industry that I'm in, nightlife, music, now acting, you're constantly surrounded and there's a lot of good people and there's also a lot of people that are fake as fuck and just that they're for the ride. 
Exactly. A lot of ulterior motives. And so, you know, because you're constantly shaking hands, you're constantly grabbing people and hugging people, you're exchanging a lot of energy, you know, and I'm big on energy. Like I don't, so if I, if I don't feel the energy on a person, like it's very hard for me to fake it. We could do business, but I can't act like I like you if I don't like you. Like, right. <laughs> like I can be cordial enough as a businessman. To, That's why you wear the glasses. So you don't, people don't well, see they, you giving them that look. See, like these hazel eyes, they, they say a lot. You know, like they, <laughs> so sometimes it's better that you can't see them because you may not. You right. Know, That's how I, I talk with my eyes too. Window to the soul. I can look in the person's eyes and five seconds, I can tell if they're real or fake. I can just look at them. Body language, the way that they move, the way they shake hands. And that's why playing Sal was such a, you know, it came very naturally in a lot of ways. When you're around real people your whole life, it's very easy to tell real from fake. You know? Oh, 100%. So the Italian kid from the Bronx with no tattoos. This is my only tattoo. It says, Mia Vita my life it's my daughter that's the only person that i'm stopping everything drop of a dime and moving for what's the hardest part about being a girl dad <laughs> raising <laughs> raising someone that has a lot of the same qualities as you when you were young and trying to respect them for it but at the same time make them the better version of you she's she's four so i still have some time but right. she's She's already a little diva. She's a princess. Um, you know, she's gorgeous. Does she so, get whatever she wants? Of course. Yeah. Like I told you, she's the only one when she says move. <laughs> I move. And I don't move for nobody, but I move for her. It's changed me a lot, though. You know, the whole dad thing has definitely changed uh, my perspective on a lot of things. At different points in my life, I was definitely more of a... Uh, um, oh. I guess, more, yeah, that works. That definitely works. You're a guy. It's, it's a given. Definitely work. You just have to accept it at this point. <laughs> I've had some long relationships I've learned from them. And after having a daughter, kind of like my overall outlook on women has changed. You think it's hard to maintain relationships with your profession and everything oh, that you yeah. have going on? Because you're also in nightlife and hospitality, correct? Correct. Yeah, I've been what running. What do you do there? Uh, so I've, I've been an operations manager, general manager, and a managing partner of four or five different venues currently overseeing a uh, restaurant lounge that's located in a hotel yeah it is difficult you know women are intimidated by the amount of other women that are around you know you mix that cocktail women alcohol hotel it's like there's just a lot of uh, <laughs> that's like the worst combination for bitches to think about <laughs> like what you work in a hotel with women drinking oh no you can't and you are the guy that runs all this shit. <laughs> but um it's um it allows me like i said it allows me to meet good people but i guess because of the age that i'm at now and the way i see things now i'm definitely you know this this is more you know i've run some clubs that have been pretty pretty shady and crazy and stabbings shootings i mean you name it we've we've dealt with it all and now where i am it's kind of a more upscale ambiance a more relaxed atmosphere and i needed that because oh, yeah. you know, with my lifestyle i kind of wanted to start to turn it down a little bit so does everybody know that you're this hip hop star or do it's you keep funny. that separate? It's funny. So like, because it's business, you know, you try to separate it because you don't want people to have this stigma of you. Right. Like, this guy, like, he's a rapper, you know, like he's a white rapper. So <laughs> the funniest part is always when they find out and then they're like, they're blown away. Like literally people like have come up to me and they're like, like, can I ask you, is this, is this you? Like, and they'll show me the video and it's like, and I'm like, yeah. And they're like, dude, you're like, you're like a real, like a real rapper. Like a real rapper. Like you have like music videos that look like TV. And, and I'm like, 
<laughs> like even with the bully thing, people are like, yo, you're, you're stuck, like you're a co-star in a movie? And I'm like, yeah. They're like, why don't you talk about this? I'm like, there's nothing to talk about until there's something to talk about, you know? <laughs> when it, when, it, when you it's see it, when, right, when you see it, then we can talk about it. Until then, it's like, because I've been around it so much, you know, I, I was around celebrities at a young age. I was in nightclubs at a young age. I dated models. I dated, you know, a pop star. Like, it's, it's normal. The things that I do that I've done normally to other people would be like something that they would talk about constantly. And to me, it was a regular night, you know? And I'm not saying that in a way to make myself sound like, oh, wow, how cool. But it's just, it was, it was my life. It was my lifestyle. So, like, it was just another day. You know what I mean? It was just another part of life. Who is your favorite actors? I mean, I'm Italian, so Pacino, Pacino. De Niro, Denzel Washington, phenomenal. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Samuel Jackson, great actor. I mean, James Gandolfini, the way he played Tony Soprano. I don't think anybody will ever be able to, you know, play a role of an Italian wise guy to the degree that that man did. I just, is it bad that I've never seen The Sopranos? <laughs> it's horrible. I almost don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> point because like, <laughs> if, I were, if I were dating you that would be like, like I'm like, not Italian so it's not like really bad you know but it's like okay all right so as long as you would be open-minded to see it yeah. any hobbies you know I enjoy believe it or not like because I'm around a nightlife atmosphere so much I really enjoy kind of just relaxing I'm into like low-key like when I'm on my own I'd rather you know a good dinner and you know a low-key spot rather than being in some loud and yeah bougie bougie like you know it spot like I'm, I'm cool with that i don't i don't need that hobbies obviously music writing i definitely keep my reading up you know knowledge is power so you got to always make sure that you keep it. you know the brain is a muscle if you don't train it get something to learn 100 percent, definitely is what's your best uh life advice do what you love but always have a plan b you know like i, I respect every artist and i know so many up and coming, talented, talented rappers, singers, whatever the case may be, producers. But putting all your eggs in that basket is a dangerous risk because this is a business that 99.9% .9 are not going to make it. And if you kind of just are living this dream and not paying attention to anything that's actually going to pay the bills, it could be it could be a dangerous situation for you. You know, I've seen people get become really depressed because. The thing about this business is once you get a taste of it, it's like it's like drugs. You know, it's like drugs. You get like a taste of it and then you want more. You want so much more. And that little taste is enough to get people to really go, you know, balls in. And while I respect that, you know, I know people who've spent thousands and thousands and thousands, including myself, on their craft, on putting stuff out. And, and there's not usually a return, if ever a return in music, you know, or in entertainment. I know people who've moved across the country to become actors or actresses and you know they're working three jobs you know running to auditions and it's you know it's it's rough so i'm not saying don't because that would that would that would be hypocritical of me because i've always tried to chase what i enjoy but always have a backup plan right you still have to be smart because yeah, you, you gotta eat you know if like you jay-z yet you still gotta pay bills <laughs> 100%. so i think that's you know that would be advice that i would give you know if my daughter or my nephew or my niece want to, you know, pursue a dream that I felt was going to be difficult for them, that's the advice I would give them. Like, go for it, but make sure that, you know, like I was in the street, I did music, I did crazy shit, but I was a college grad. So at the same time, while I balanced out all of the ridiculous shit that I was running around doing, 
I knew that I still had the education to be able to balance me out. There's that, nothing better than somebody that's got both sides because I think I think it's necessary. You got to be a chameleon, and not when I say chameleon, I don't mean be fake. Be who you are, but be able to blend. Like you yeah. know. Thank you so much for being on the show, Mr. Salis. It's We're so gonna look for you as Sal in Bully the Dead Don't Die. So yep. be ready. Be ready. Congrats on your first role. Thank you so much. Congrats on the music. Thank you so much. Tune in, you know, check out the music, stay uh, stay up to date on Bully. Us, us entertainers, we work hard on our craft. A lot of us do it just for the accolades and the appreciation. So it's not always about a dollar, like, you know, it's just, it's about the appreciation. For someone like myself, like it's, you know. And showing your creativeness, you know, it's nice to be like, for people to acknowledge that because it's, it's yeah, I mean, what you're doing. Realistically, if you're not an artist and one of the very few artists that's making ridiculous bank from being one, all you're really going for is the fact that people are giving you the power and, and the thrive to keep doing it. Like, the, you know, the DMs and the, and the messages like, yo, I loved your latest record. I could really relate to it and, you know, keep pushing, keep putting that out because that's your payment. That's the fuel that, that burns the fire, you know, at least for, in my opinion, real artists. I thought you were going to give me a lot more of a crazy interview. I thought you were going to, because I've seen some of your other stuff and I was like, okay. I was like, she's going to go there. She's going to come at me. So I was, I was waiting. Oh no, no, I don't even, I don't know you like that to come at you. No worry, yeah. on your next one, I got you. We, we gonna get all in there. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm a lot of fun to play with, so I think <laughs> you'd, you'd, have a, you'd have a good time because there's not too much that makes me blush. Well, you can't blush, you got glasses on. It doesn't yeah. even count, it doesn't even yeah. count. <laughs> Without the glasses, there's not, too much, there's not too much that's gonna make me blush. Get ready, guys. Until next time, peace out. March for what? They keep it a piece to comfort us. Gentrifying the hood, pulling the streets from under us is nothing, bro. Keep the heat tucked so we buzzing up. You down low, keep your crown low when you coming up.